Hello, and welcome back to HCS Weekly, your weekly destination for all things HCS. I'm your host, Shyway, and guys, I'm back from HCS Atlanta. What a weekend. So much hype. Oh, my God. I never slept. I barely slept between Thursday and Sunday. There was so much going on, so much action. Of course, the final Halo 5 event, and a pretty great one as well, except for the very disappointing grand finals. That was pretty one-sided, but also very hype Halo 3 event. So much going on in that event. I met a lot of awesome people. I met some awesome YouTubers as well. You guys might know who they are. Some big, They're a big part of this Halo community on top of the fact that we have a new grassroots program and new partnership program initiatives. These guys seem like the perfect ones to talk to about this new initiative. I'd like to welcome Proximity and Reclaimer to the stream. Welcome, guys. How's it going? What's up, man? So when did you guys get back in? Are you are you settled? <clears throat> yeah, we're settled. I actually don't live far from the event, so I just had to drive home. What a big deal. So <laughs> Yeah, right. Are you in settled? Atlanta? I live a little bit outside of Atlanta, yeah. So it wasn't bad for me. Thankfully, it was pretty convenient. Last Halo 5 event, real close to home. Easy enough. Yeah. What about you, Reclaimer? So yeah, I'm I'm exhausted because I live <laughs> in Nashville in Tennessee. And they live in they live a couple hours south of Atlanta. So I okay. got up Monday morning, drove back with them in the wrong direction, and then packed up all my stuff and turned around and went back home. So Oh my god. What a pain, dude. You made it. You guys are back. Thank you so much for joining me here. Now I'm not used to the whole three way split set, split thing. So we're uh, we're gonna do our best to you know make sure that everybody has has their moment here and I'm not stepping over you guys. But uh but I have a bunch of questions for you. We're gonna start from the very beginning. This is something I asked to everybody who comes on the show. I'd love to know how did you guys get into Halo? And then how did you get into content creation on YouTube? So we'll start uh, proximity. Feel free to go ahead. How did I get into Halo? Um, I was in elementary school when Halo 1 came out or CE. And uh, I mean, that was everybody was talking about it. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. I just know I kept hearing Halo, 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 Halo. And eventually, at some point, I was at one of my friend's house and he had an Xbox and Halo and we split screened it. And uh, the rest is kind of history, man. I mean, it's it's unlike anything else. I mean, I was obviously completely terrible at it, but it was fun and I was always interested in playing. Uh, I didn't get my own Xbox till like 2008 with Halo 3. So, but from then, it's been pretty nonstop. I've just loved the game, always have. And as far as getting into content creation, um, I've uh, I've been trying to do YouTube for a long time, trying different things, uh, seeing what would be the right fit, and uh, eventually, I, uh, you know just got into just exclusively making, I made a Halo channel specifically, which is actually the current one that you would know me from. Um, and that was the one that actually really worked. Uh, I had like gaming channels in the past, but it wasn't like exclusive to Halo, but I don't know, man. It's just, it's such a cool community. And uh, that was just felt like, it, I mean, obviously it's where I fit. So it worked out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so you tried out a bunch of things, man. I'm glad you came out, came down to Halo 5 though. Cause I, I think that's where everything really shined and, Great to see you as a part of the community now. And I got to say, man, some of the best moments, as far as my memories go with Halo, was being trash at the game. Like, being bad at the game was the best because at the time, you were young and it was new and, it like, the challenge was exciting and everybody else, like, your buddies were probably pretty bad too. So, like, the whole competitive rivalry that you had was it was just always so great. I remember just, like, running around with rockets and swords and not caring about competitive settings. Yeah, you know, it yeah. Just... No, it's exactly what you said too because it was always just, like, you versus your friends and you just wanted to be better yeah. than them. And you had yeah. your own little group, but it was... Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's unlike any other game, man. Like it's it's just it's Halo. Definitely. I don't know. Completely agree. Reclaimer, what about you? How'd you get into it all? Uh my my uncle is about ten years older than me. So when I was when I was probably five or six, I was really, really young, uh, he left for college and gave me his Xbox. 
And nice. so that was that was 2006. So he gave me Halo 1 and 2. And I was a campaign kid forever. Just literally, I played over and over and over again. Just completely fell in love with it. And then eventually did the whole thing, got a 360, got Xbox Live, and spent a few years being bad before I really got into it. So, yeah. But I was in love with it from the second I first played it. So. Dude, the, the Halo 2 campaign, I remember playing that, like Legendary, just so much. It was the most painful experience in my life, but also just so damn amazing. So completely agree. I was a campaign oh, kid yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I remember I had to buy my Xbox uh, off of a friend. I wanted it so badly. I, I got like a secondhand Xbox just to play Halo 2 campaign. Um, but with the whole YouTube content creation thing, you guys, you know, you've done some amazing things for the community, building your own communities for Halo. And then at some point along the way, you guys found each other and decided to create content together. Together, you're living at the, or you were living at the CX house um, and created content from there. So how did that happen? How'd you guys meet each other, start creating content together? And then tell me a bit about this, the CX house and, and how that works. How did that Clay, happen? Do you want to start off or? Well, I remember, I know yeah. how we met for sure. I mean. Uh, all right, so we were um, we were both competing at the time, and uh, this was just after the 2050 esports Chattanooga event. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. It was a sort of like a 5K, you know, prize pool, which was, you know, it wasn't a major land, but it was pretty sizable. And um, you know, Clay living in Tennessee and me living, you know, south of Atlanta, wasn't far for either one of us. Um, he actually didn't go. That's beside the point. But besides that, I would I was going because it was close, and I wanted to play, and I was, you know, grinding Halo Five, making content, and you just. You know, I wanted to compete again, so um, went out there. Didn't get the place we really wanted to. One of my teammates at the time uh, ended up. We became a team of two, and just kind of tweeted that out, you know, like you do. And uh, yeah. Clay was team, a team of two with somebody else, and kind of hit us up, and we ran games. And that was a little over two years ago, and we've just been great friends ever since. Like I don't know, we kind of just all hit it off. Like uh, you know, my my teammate at the time, Corpsic, uh, and myself and clay all just got along really well the, the last guy not so much but it was just kind of some friendship so we've just remained friends Rip. since yeah, yeah kind of, what about you? was it was it love at first sight or did, did you hate him at first or, or same oh type i of hated experience? the kid uh what, <laughs> no it was uh uh from my perspective yeah uh I, I was a team of two with this guy and we had been playing for a few months and i was 16 at the time and so i was trying to like find my my point to like break into the scene and uh so i was a team of two of them and we were trying to go to this chattanooga event because it's like an hour and a half from where i live and unfortunately by the time we got into it uh most of the rosters were already were already made and so we didn't actually end up finding a team in time but that worked out great because after the event uh cole and and his teammate became a team of two and so we uh i don't remember how it happened because i didn't I didn't handle any of it, I don't think. But one night, uh, my duo at the time was like, all right, we're going to play with these two guys, Proximity and Corpsic. And and I had heard of them from YouTube, but I didn't know them. And we played. Yeah. And from that point, it was it was probably love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> I actually and remember then, you showed up really late to our first scrim, and I was kind of like, I don't know about these kids, man. And then yeah. Clay got in the call and was like, yo, listen, sorry I'm late. I don't remember what he said, but he just kind of laid it all out, and I was like, I respect it. And then we were just cool. Like, I don't know. Right. So then there's the CX house as well. Is that like a team house? How did that begin? Yeah, so um, whenever Halo 5 came out, uh, a lot of people kind of found a little bit of traction in 
creating content for Halo 5. I started creating content in MCC and got absolutely nowhere. And mm. when Halo 5 came out, things just started to, you know, there was interest. Initially when Halo 5 launched, I mean, it was pretty popular. People liked it, you know, like yeah. it ended it up falling off. People <laughs> lost interest, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it had a good start. And as a result, yeah. a couple channels really started popping off. And uh, I was part of that group of people who were, you know, starting to get some traction on YouTube. And I kind of got together with some of them, um, you know, made friends with them. And um, we uh, just made this channel called Chaotix. That was the idea uh, to just create like a community for Halo, kind of like an optic gaming or something like we wanted something yeah. like that for Halo. And, um, you know, it, th that's a whole long story of what happened. I mean, essentially, it was a lot to take on, and we kind of bit off more than we could chew. Um, but CX now is just kind of like the Chaotix group is just like a family of people that are just really good friends. We don't have any current plans right now as to, like, trying to relaunch that sort of thing. But we just made that brand to kind of, if you're in Chaotix, you can assume that that person is, you know, a really cool guy that just loves making content, loves Halo. And I think that remains true. I think when people see Chaotix, they see that like that person's, I don't know, like they're welcoming and they're cool. And like, I I'm really proud of that. Cause I think we all made that group, but some of my friends from high school were in there and they live around yeah. here too, where I live. And uh, Clay doesn't live far. So he just kind of comes through and crashes for a couple months and stuff like that. So that's kind of how that started. <laughs> I know like the CX house is the loose term for like the house I live in. Um, right, but, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but overall, I think that's an awesome initiative. I mean, you see with other teams and, and I think that that's great that you're doing it for the Halo community. We need a lot more of that and just combining resources and creating the best possible content. Like that's, that's amazing to see in the community as well. And of course I understand like Halo's going through some stuff right now. It's a little harder to create content. That's what I'm going to end up asking <laughs> you guys next. But when Halo Infinite rolls around the CX house, like that could be popping off again, you know, like that's, that's a whole community. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. That's the dream, yeah. honestly. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so you guys have been creating content for some time now, and the landscape, like I said, has changed quite a bit uh, in Halo 5. Halo 5 has been around for three years, over three years at this point. Uh, and before we get into HCS Lana and the grassroots program, how do you guys feel about content creation now with Halo 5? Let's start with Reclaimer. <laughs> yeah, you go, Clay. <laughs> so, this is a tough uh, question. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Especially because we, me and Cole in particular, sort of center our focus around the competitive side of Halo 5 right. and, you know, focusing on ranked playlists and arena and, and sort of tips for that, but also com like being competitors ourselves. So it was a little bit difficult uh, going into it. and We didn't really know where we stood as far as what what's, what's everything going to be like after this event and is it just going to completely fall off or or is there nothing else going to be announced or whatever the case may be but uh right uh we i i sort of found my i can't speak for cole here um but i i sort of found my little niche of like i can do these kinds of videos and i really really enjoy doing these kinds of videos and i still really enjoy playing halo 5 and so i have the ability i don't know if any other people are this way but i have the ability to just keep making content because i like doing it but uh, and and especially now after the after everything that was announced uh, and all the hype around uh, the new stuff going on at the event, um, I'm I'm definitely feeling super super encouraged and 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 really really excited for the things to come. So I think it's a pretty good yeah. spot for me anyway. Yeah, ends ends off pretty optimistic, and we'll talk about the grassroots program yeah. as well. Uh, 
Vinny, I know for you, you know, you started out amazing with this generation with Halo, with your content, but things have, have been kind of more difficult recently. What do you think about creating content now? Well, so, okay. I love, the, I love Halo 5. I love the game. I think some things were handled not the best, and I think the game at its core is fun. I think with a little bit of more tuned settings, I mean, I just... If competitive launched like it is now when the game came out, I mean, I think we'd be looking mm. at a very different situation. Completely um, agree. Yeah. That's that's beside the point. Uh, it got hard because I was able to uh, start creating content full time. And, you know, I was able to do that for a couple of things. Uh, I had a lot of support from my viewers and things like that. But also my cost of living is too high because I have two roommates and things like that. You know, it's not like I was making a lot of money, but I was making enough. And that was, of course, my right. dream. Um, right. but being that Halo five is so, uh, there's only, as it is right now with Halo, you can only go so far because right. the, the fan base is only so big. And I had to look at myself as a creator to, you know, question like, of course, that's what I want to do. That's what people know me for. That's what's worked. And I love the game. Um, but also I had to ask myself, like, can I, you know, is this going to work long-term? Like, so I was. I was starting to branch out, um, like I branched out to PUBG and I actually found some success there um, because I was trying to look out for myself to, you know, for the future. Because if Halo really does just fall off, then like, you know, what happens? You know, it's like, are we all, right. you know, like, I don't want that to happen. Like, um, right. I, I think it's always funny when people say that, like, you don't care about Halo or anything like that. It's like, dude, if Halo blew up, I would benefit from it so much. Like, what do you mean? Of course I want it to do well, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. I just think that's so backwards. But anyways, so you've got a livelihood going through man, Halo's. Yeah, of course, of course. And, and Halo's just gotten, Halo 5 is three years old. We've had the last major competition for it. Naturally, it's going to get stale. I don't think it's because the game's bad. I think it's just because it's just been, there's been time. We've put, you know, made so many videos on it. And that's not to say there can't be more videos made, but it, it was looking kind of abysmal, I would say, you know. Uh, but after this grassroots campaign, and I'm looking forward to it. I think giving us something to look forward to, we know Infinite's coming out. We don't know when, but we know it's coming out. And um, we know that 343 has shown interest in investing in their content creators and investing in the community uh, to try to make the best experience possible for everybody. That to me is very encouraging. And that excites me for what's the future of Halo. Definitely. Yeah. And and that's, that's something <laughs> I, I, I try not to talk, talk about. about the Sorry. Yeah. Because <laughs> I knew you were going to well, ask. No. Us, so I'm <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, that's sorry. Well, we'll talk about it too. But but no, I, I can imagine in your position, it's it's tough for sure. Like it's kind of hard. I'm trying to think. Like I'm racking my brain even as you're talking. Is like what's what's a new creative thing that we can do as far as Halo content goes? And I, to be honest, I think I'm one of the few who's actually found something that's a little bit different. Is like analyzing yeah, yeah, gameplay. Sure. But but beyond that, like what else would you do? You know what I mean? That hasn't already been done. And like we've done our Road Two videos and and. You know, like uh, you know, every type of of tip and trick that, that we've that we could think of at this point. So there's there's a lot that's been covered. It's been around for three years, but now HCS Atlanta, right? The final Halo Five event. So you guys attended. I got to see you there. That was awesome. Uh, what did you guys think of the event? Like, where did you stay? Uh, how would you think of the venue? Any kind of highlights, uh, experiences you guys had? We crashed with some friends in an Airbnb pretty close by, and uh, I mean. I missed out on DreamHack Atlanta last year, which was tragic because I'm so close, but I didn't know what to expect. And it was absolutely unreal. I've been to, I think, eight Halo events uh, this, yeah. you know, just in Halo 5. And this one was so different because it wasn't just a Halo 5 event. There was so much else going on. It was really cool. Uh, you know, 
dream high they, they do a will man i don't know that's that's the first time i've been to like i said but there was just so much to do you got you know if the intermissions for matches you could get up and walk around the venue and there's so many things to look at so many things to do it was really yeah. cool i i thought it was awesome the popularity of halo was kind of like i don't know if i want to say surprising but halo was popular like we had our seats filled yeah. pretty much the entirety of the event right yeah like, and there was a halo had a big stage compared to some other yeah. games that surprised me and like and yeah. people were sitting there watching it wasn't like it was just like there was interest so it was really cool like oh, you know this is the last event so we might as well all come and check it out right i don't know <laughs> it, it was it was popping off a lot of the uh the weekend so it was nice to see that reclaimer what about you how was uh how was it oh i loved it man it's 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 something that we talk about every single time we go to an event but there's there's really no experience like going going to an event i can't i can't talk about other esports but but for halo events in particular it's just there's something special about it so i always enjoy it no matter what but when you have a good setup and and a good stage and a good venue and you're surrounded by a lot of other cool stuff like we were at atlanta uh i don't it's it's pretty hard to go wrong and and like we were talking about uh it was really it was it was really good to see all the halo love that uh that we got to see this weekend um because like especially whenever we were at, at some point after saturday i think all day sunday we could not find seats we were standing for half the matches because it was standing yeah. room only and yeah. so and people were like stealing chairs and bringing them over so it was it was really encouraging to see that yeah yeah, I mean, and that's that's one thing that you can't deny about like what's so exciting about these events is just the hype of like being there, the audience, right? One of the biggest, most exciting things was just having even that Halo 3 2v2 showdown and having Roy and Flamesword come back, make it to grand finals and hit some insane clips. I don't know if you guys saw that live. Let's, uh, Tony, let's show that Roy clip one more time. We're going to check it out. Probably one of the most hype moments of the event. Right into Roy's hands. Roy misses the headshot there, top middle. Flamesword's trying to push in and finish it off. Tusk is in a hard place, and again, Roy, what a finish coming in from him. 17 to 9 now. In field. Oh, oh my! No! Oh! Oh! He's off the map! He doesn't, he care. doesn't care! He Roy does not care. is back! Man falls off That's the map, stands up. His, yeah, his headset comes out and everything. Were you guys there for that last? What a savage. Dude, we were talking. You and like the three of us were yeah. having a conversation when that happened. It was us and stress, and what? we were talking while that happened. Did you wait? Did you oh see it or like? I don't. Did I you don't miss remember it? You seeing it, it with I'm you guys. Sure that's when that happened. No, because yeah, I, I, I ended really up like, having to watch it on Twitter and after. I looked over, and it was yeah. narrows, and it was, it was Roy, and that's. Yeah, I think we all choked, bro. Because I watched it on Twitter, I was like, "How did I miss this, dude?" Yeah, that's when it happened. Is when we were all talking. Yeah. But I just think that, that clip's so sick, sick and like that doesn't yeah. happen at Halo Five. Like, I don't know, man. Like, you can hitting something like that. You could hit a, a parallel clip in Halo Five. It's so much harder to do in Halo Three, which just makes it so much more magical. And I just think like hitting clips like that in Halo Three, it's just always. It's I love Halo Five too, but I mean, it's just always going to be cooler. It, that's how I feel. Yeah, there is so. something like uniquely satisfying about that. Yeah, Reclaimer, what about you? It's, sorry, listen, I just want to make sure, like, I I don't just yeah. have Proximity's reaction too. So yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, but it's there's there's something there's something about it, and, and I really like that Cole used the word magical there because there's really there's no other word that I can come up with that describes it because there's just something special about that game that makes it so much more entertaining yeah. to watch. I I think it's just simplicity. 
you know, like, and I love Halo Five as well, but it's it's harder on surface level to just recognize something like like a sick clip like that. Like, it's just so simple, and you know that that guy can do nothing. Like, he's committed to that jump. He's gonna land in that snipe. Like, you see him line it up and just fire the shot. And it's so satisfying. But I think one of the biggest things about that clip is something that that we see lacking in Halo Five, and this is more on the lines of the community side of things. It's just Roy popping off. Like, who does that? Like, snipe down Nick when yeah. they pop off some of those guys. But like, not many people can pop off like Roy popped off. That guy got up. He fucking like. Like he Hulk flexed and everything and like just his headset comes out like that kind of energy that you get from the player themselves. That's infectious. Like that's what creates passionate fans. Right. So so on top of the fact that Halo 3 was sick to watch, we need more people like Roy. You know what I mean? Like it just that's what brought me back. The pop offs. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think like you said, simplicity is an interesting point. Um, Like the three of us who really enjoy the game, uh, especially you doing analysis, you know, yeah. somebody like Shotzi is a freak to watch, and you can really be entertained watching him hit these crazy spring jumps just to just to move half a second faster to some location on the map. We'll yeah. see that and interpret that and understand it as a really nice play. Uh, where I think, I think you could show that clip of Roy popping off there to almost anybody that yeah. has a basic understanding of how video games work, and they're going to understand that, that was sick. They're not going to need to know yeah. what made that good. They're just going to see it. And I think, yeah, and a lot of things in Halo Five. The intricacies of clips that make them so good aren't going to be translated and perceived by a normal, not like a non-fan. It's hard to rope people into that. I just think that's a hype yeah. clip. People see that, go, I want to watch more of that. That's awesome. I love how the crowd reacted. Like you know, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's no, it's so true. It's like it's immediately recognizable. <laughs> Anybody could see that and be like, holy crap, that was hype. Like that was so sick. And the combo yeah, of him yeah. popping off too, just all of it. And that that's what brings you back. So I I think, yeah, like loving Halo 5 and, and I, I love the little intricacies and explaining those to people and bridging that gap. And that's, you know, that's exciting. That's where I make my content. But at the same time, there needs to be some sort of bridge in, in the next title with Infinite where people can, it's just something in between where people can immediately recognize and get that gratification from those types of experiences. And they don't all have to be explained, but there's still nuances there that that are there for the hardcores, you know? That, uh, that people will appreciate and, and want to see and want to see a, like a breakdown on. Um, but of course, having the event was just one part of it. There was the announcement as well. And one of the biggest announcement, announcements, of course, was the, uh, the grassroots program. Let's show the grassroots program. We're just going to play the trailer. Halo Esports is only as successful as the foundation it's built upon. Our games, our players, our passionate community. We also recognize that content creators and tournament organizers are vital parts of our foundation. So today, we're introducing HCS Grassroots, a community partnership program to help tournament organizers and content creators continue to do what they love. HCS Grassroots will offer prize pools, promotions, giveaways, and more. We aim to build a network of partners that we work with to ensure a strong foundation for the future of Halo Esports. As the grassroots community grows and evolves, so will HCS Grassroots support and partnership. To kick things off, here's who we've partnered with. UGC Events, January 2019. Gamers for Giving, March 2019. Oh my god, that was disgusting! Log in to halo.gg slash grassroots to fill out your application. 
Tell us about what you do, your goals, and how we can support you. Apply now at halo.gg grassroots. There we have it, the grassroots program. This is something brand new to Halo. What do you guys think of this? I love it. That's uh, yeah. my initial reaction. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, Firstly, I think it's amazing. I think. Go for it. Those clips of Nick and Aaron kill me every time. They're <laughs> yeah. so good. But yeah, yeah that I one mean, it's, it's, is the best, man. I love that action dude, man clip. The one <laughs> they're all so funny. It's crazy. I'm jealous of how funny other people are. It's actually annoying, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's, it's nothing but good things, man. It's the, we as content creators, I think, I think I can speak for, for everybody for, for when I say this, but uh, to be able to have support from the actual creators of the game is one of the most satisfying and, and positive things that, that can come out of what we do, I think. And so the fact that that they're starting this to sort of not really renew, but to to sort of keep all the viewers and and the players and the tournament organizers and everybody interested and talking about and watching Halo is just it's nothing but good things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think it's uh, it's an interesting perspective being on the side of a content creator who. Like, I think it's not, I don't know, it's hard to say, like, I don't want to be like, I have an influence on this community, but you can't say that, I, like, we don't, you know? Like, the content creators do have a huge influence on the community. And for the developers to recognize that and want to nurture that and help us out and, you know, we can all work towards a common goal, I think that's incredible. And yeah. um, I just, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I think it's a really awesome opportunity and uh, I'm just, I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing is like it incentivizes content creation in general. Like I think I feel like there are a lot of people who are on the fence about whether or not they want to create videos, but they see something like this, the partner program, and it's like, oh my God, you know, now I feel like I can get into it and there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like I think what what 343 is trying to do, what I hope they're trying to do, is try to bridge this gap between community and developer, right? Like I, I want to get, or at least I feel like Halo needs to have the feeling that the developer is there, that they're there, that they're working with you, and we're all working together to create the best possible Halo experience that we can and constantly i feel like with the the recent announcements and initiatives that 343 is making they're trying to do that they're trying to close that gap and show us that you know the content creators are directly partnered with 343 and and that we're all pushing content together we're all growing this community together we're all creating the best halo ever really right so i, I think that's so exciting are you guys going to apply proximity i i, I want to say i'm surprised you're not already there but like i know that you know things have been a little like on and off with the content but does this put you back into it now am i going to see more proximity halo content because you would get like accepted instantly into this <laughs> yeah um that's i just that's a whole complicated situation certainly not what the show is about so but i yeah. essentially had some personal things going on and i i took a break from content in general it wasn't specifically halo um right. but we're back into it and i want to continue to get back into it and yeah i mean it definitely motivates me to uh, you know, continue to work on Halo content, seeing that 343s, you know, it definitely appears as though they want to take that seriously. And um, yeah, I mean, that's enough for me, you know, and I, I want to quickly agree with that one point you made about there's a light at the end of the tunnel for new creators. I think that's yeah. such a good point because you ask somebody, how do you get like, how do I get here right now? How do I get on this show? Like, 
there's no, you know, there's so many variables. There's no way to just, you know, how do you become a doctor when you go to school and you, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's a way to do that. It's not easy. I'm not saying that, but there's a way to do it. How do you become a content creator? Like there's no set path. You just have to grind and hope that it works. Um, but I think this creates that there is incentive and there's progression to be made. You can see that and you could end up becoming part of a three for three. And I think that's amazing. So I think having that, that would probably be a glimpse into the future of where everything's going. Esports is always growing and we don't know how it's going to look later, but I imagine if this goes well, other communities will likely follow this formula. Who knows, man? Yeah. I'm just excited about all of it. I think it's so cool. I'm guessing. Yes, I've yeah. applied. So there's that. Okay. All right. I'm done. I, Play, I still have to do that. What about you? Have you applied? I, well, I think just to touch on what we were talking about uh, in incentivizing other creators, I think it will also inspire commitment because I think it's really easy for, it's really easy right. for somebody to say, oh, I want to do YouTube. And so they'll upload one or two or three videos. And then maybe if they don't see instant success or maybe if they don't like it or, or they're just not into it, whatever. But I think when, when you give them something to work for, it inspires commitment and dedication and, and brings more content out through that. But uh, yeah, man, uh, as soon as they announced it, we were we were sitting in the crowd on Sunday and I applied right there on my phone. So Damn. I'm excited, man. Wasted yeah, no time. I, I did the same. I was sitting right next to him. We both just filled them out real quick. Like, all right. So I'm the only it's slacker. It's not a long process. It's probably yeah. not a long process. I feel like I need yeah, to sit need down. To get and done, bro. It's, it's like literally like a two second thing. Is I'm like looking at it right now. It's probably like <laughs> you just put your name down and like I don't know. I, I thought I had to like take a second with it, but I haven't even haven't even like unwound yet. I've just I feel like I've just gotten home and now we're doing this this show. But anyway, it's it's so awesome and it incentivizes content creation and then right the continuity like the consistency of content it, it gives you something to look forward to at the end of the tunnel. Guys, if you you grind hard enough and you get partnered, then you get promotion support, you get giveaway support, you get you know so many different ways that you can interact with your community and make your community bigger and better. So I think that that's amazing. I think that Halo needs that. And I think that if they carry that into infinite, imagine dude like the, the sky's the limit with infinite. I really think that if they hit things right infinite's gonna blow up it's gonna be massive especially with its inclusion on pc so I, like this is a great time to get started the partner program can kick off your channel now and then you can grind until until infinite you know so you'd have a great foundation to to start with also of course with 343 being a focus as well do you guys think that that halo 3 content could be something that you would consider doing now that we have this focus it might kind of refresh the the, the content pool right you can do mcc stuff instead uh, they might have new playlists and ideas there as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I absolutely, yeah. I, I love Halo 3. It's probably, yeah, it's my favorite Halo. Um, and I have a theory that they're taking this gap. They spent all that time fixing MCC and they wanted to do a year of Halo 3 tournaments, which is awesome because Infinite is going to be classic. That's my theory. I have no idea. I don't know any more than anybody else. I don't know. Being serious. It's just yeah. a theory. It makes sense in my head. So if yeah. that's the case, I'm super excited. Um, that way it would help that transition from going just straight to Halo 5 right into a classic Halo. That might turn a lot of people off, but we kind of lean ourselves into it. Could be sick. Just saying. I, I, I think definitely at this point, we're not going to see a Halo that has more advanced movement capability than Halo yeah, 5 no. does. Like, that's one thing that they're not going to do is take it <laughs> further, right? Because every Halo game is kind of taking it further in some way. And I think at this point, with the inclusion of like Halo 3, their focus, there's no way it's going to go further. So I think I think we're just yeah. going to, yeah. We could end up with somewhere. It could end up somewhere in between. What do you think, Reclaimer? Uh, I'm I'm not sure what what the future looks like in terms of in terms of movement. Uh, I've heard 
rumors like I've I've obviously heard the theory that that we're going back to classic, and and that would make sense. But I've also heard that they're that they're sticking with the advanced movement. So I'm honestly not sure. If I'm complete, if yeah. I'm being completely honest, I don't care either. As long as the game's solid, I'll play it. But uh, I'm I'm super excited that that Halo Three has a little bit bit more focus on it now because I'm somebody who's not naturally tempted video games and whenever into for something uh, uh like I also getting better at Halo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tony, I see it. <laughs> Okay, Reclaimer, your connection's a little spotty right now. We're going to hold on to you for a second. Hopefully hopefully it stays, like, reasonable. I can see you're kind of freezing and stuff. I, I'm not sure, Tony, if there's something you can like, come in and come out. Uh, otherwise, I could just kind of continue with my train of thought. Now, nah, just let it go. Tony said let it go. Reclaimer, if you freeze, if you disappear, I'm sorry, buddy. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that hurdle when we get there. Um, but the, one of the biggest things that you did actually say was <laughs> – hey, He looks frozen. <laughs> that face, dude. <laughs> what a dude! Always oh, back. Okay. Uh, right, right back. Uh, <laughs> stupid, funny, man. Hey. Oh, jeez. And and Conley's getting ready too. Okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna wrap it up soon. Yeah. One of the biggest things you said, Clay, actually, was the fact that you don't care, right? It can go. It could be advanced. It could not be advanced. You don't care. I think that's the thing that the Halo community needs to kind of wrap their heads around. Is like everybody's kind of talking about how it's now it's Halo Three time and Halo Five is dead. I don't really think of it as like Halo Five is dead. Now it's Halo Halo Three. I don't think there should be like one halo that we're specifically focused on i think the community needs to kind of get into the mindset that all of these halos have great things that deserve recognition and you got to kind of be more open to to learning and adapting and and as long as the, the developers listening we're creating the best halo possible like i know halo 5 started out kind of weird now it's awesome though you know what i mean and halo 3 is also awesome like we if we can kind of get into that mindset as a community that both of these games are awesome and be more open to uh, you know, to to how Halo is as a game, I think I think that we could all you know create something that's pretty awesome here. I think I think this is more like this era is the the era of of Halo as a franchise overall, and just respecting anyone and everybody who loves Halo for whatever reason they love Halo. Halo is a very diverse franchise. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it's like we should cannibalize one and accept the other, or go one way or the other. We should try to unify as a community and just love Halo for Halo. <laughs> you know, this yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely agree. And like yeah, if I'm not saying that it has to be classic for it to be good. That's just my theory. But I mean yeah. I love Halo 5. So and I think the movement system of Halo 5 is the coolest movement system in a FPS shooter on console that we've ever seen. I love it. Hell yeah. I think there's so much so much you can do with it, so many ways to do so many things. It's so cool. And it's it, it's super skill based. Movement is not easy in Halo 5. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm cool with anything. As long as the game's good, that's what I want. Yeah. Well, what I'm hoping this year does is it like bridges the communities. Like I hope that Halo 5 kids can go to Halo 3 and recognize that Halo 3 is amazing and recognize that like these are all the skills and, and the, the patience that you need to be good at Halo 3. And I hope that at the same time, the Halo 3 players can recognize that Halo 5 is awesome. Like that's that's going to be my objective on YouTube is to analyze Halo 3 and make that analysis badass so that the Halo 3 fans come in. They're like, oh my God, this game's amazing. But then make an equally badass Halo 5 analysis so you can appreciate that as well. And then we can kind of you know tie things together here because I, I want i want the halo 5 guys to recognize halo 3 i want the halo 3 guys to recognize 5 i think there's a, a good harmony here and and we could you know have an awesome halo whatever it is whether it's classic advanced setting somewhere in between but we won't know till we find out right um 
so yeah, just looking back on on Halo Five, uh, just kind of closing things out here. Do you guys are there any little things that you would like to see in Halo Infinite um, that they, that were missing from Halo Five uh, apart from the mechanics, the abilities? Uh, I think working theater mode. launch is important. Working theater working. is important. We need to have everything working on launch. If they're going to take their time, that's fine. But make sure yeah. that that's, you know, that's important to me. Like, I think we need to have a good social experience. We need to have Forge. We need to have our theater working. We need to have competitive. We need to have playlist variety. And I don't, I am not a fan of the rotational playlist method at all. I think that's so dumb because that creates interest for two weeks. And then nobody cares once their playlist is gone. Have the good playlist there. Have them stay there. If we have a lot of things to do when the game comes out, people aren't going to get bored. They're not going to pick it up, put it down, and, and move on. Uh, games do well off launch. A lot of games do because they have hype around them and marketing. That always happens. But to get somebody to stay, you have to have that special thing. And I don't know. I felt like they put all their eggs in the same basket with competitive coming into Halo 5. And they had they didn't have social. Everything was ranked. It was weird. Um, yeah. It was cool with me because I love competitive stuff. But for the people that don't, what do they have? They had Warzone. That's, that's not a regular multiplayer experience. That's a whole different thing which is cool, but some people want to play Social Slayer. You know, we didn't have that. Um, so I just, I don't want that to uh, be the same. Uh, that seems to me like a pretty big mistake, and I don't want that to happen again in Infinite. Completely agree. What about you, Reclaimer? Uh, I I agree 100% with, I mean, th this is something that that us especially, our, our group has has had a lot of conversation about. But uh, I would I would just say all of that and in a working theater mode because especially for content creators, <laughs> theater yeah. mode is very important. And like when you have a theater mode that looks weird or maybe it doesn't function entirely correctly, uh, yeah. even if the look is off by just a little bit, it can it can ruin the feeling of uh, a video or a montage or a machinima or whatever it is that you're doing. So I think working theater mode is super important. Okay. Yeah, and one yeah. more thing, I don't know why every Halo game launches without doubles or snipers. Every Halo game launches with neither of those playlists. Yeah, and it's what like, is that about? It's Team Slayer <laughs> and give everybody snipers. There you go. Take double They're or like take Team Slayer and cut it in half. Yeah. It's doubles. There you go. Like, you can tweak it along the way, but, like, it should launch with it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's like, I those completely... are some of the best like, playlists. I don't get it. And, and that's the thing is like it's you and an army who's saying that there's a massive community of people who love snipers and love doubles like my brother who's hardcore halo 3 like he was hardcore classic halo up until halo 3 he comes on to halo 5 there's no doubles playlist immediately he has like no reason to play because all he did was grind doubles back in the day so like there's so many people who are in that position i don't know like the biggest thing is have a complete game right if they're going to take time they're going to take two years three years hopefully they don't take that long but just just you know give us what we expect from a halo title and and complete the the experience for us and have all the playlists that we're expecting to be there so we can we can be satisfied with that and, and you know happy with, with what we have so i i think a lot of potential is there they got to capitalize on that by giving us that complete experience uh but in between then we've got halo 3 we've got halo 5 there's a lot to look forward to of course this is a good time guys to start your youtube channels proximity reclaimer you guys are very experienced in this business do you have any quick tips or anything you would say to somebody who wants to get into youtube now is very passionate about halo uh, yeah, I do, but I don't want to. Uh, Clay, do you want to start? I don't want to talk for too long, so yeah. I could talk about that forever. You know, like uh, honestly, yeah, well, I think I got a million tips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the important thing is to do. I, I I think do something you you enjoy. Find find what works for you. If if you know that you want to do Halo, find whatever you like to do in Halo specifically, 
and yeah. and try your best to be consistent. I think consistency is probably the most important thing. And then secondly is make friends because making friends is is the best way to increase opportunity and exposure and and to to get your name out there is is word, word of mouth never never fails. It's always always a good way to go. So that's actually great. Yeah, yeah like totally find where do you specialize and and make friends? Always have uh, you know other people who support you and also inspire you to continue to work hard and uh, and create more content and stuff like that as well. So great points, thank you. What about you, Proximity? Yeah. I think networking is a huge tip. Uh, just like Clay said, that's something I can't speak highly enough about. Uh, I met some of my best friends just from doing Halo YouTube. So just be nice to people, man. Uh, don't think of it too much as like I want to do well and I want others to fail. Try to succeed together. So there's that, and then. Uh, branding is super important. Brand yourself, not just having a logo, but brand yourself. Um, yeah. You you want to be somebody that want you want people to watch you because you want to have you know an audience. And a, a great way to do that is to try to brand yourself. Yeah, logo and everything. Yeah, you do want to be recognizable, but you want to be recognizable as a cool person that people like, not yeah. not the other way. Yeah. So don't be don't be a dick. Uh, that's that's super important. <laughs> and make friends. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, I think finding something that you're good at works. If you don't understand the game, you know, don't make analysis video, analysis videos like Shyway does. You're gonna make you're gonna make a fool of yourself, and people aren't gonna want to watch you. So, you know, and I'm not trying to discourage people like, oh, you have to be amazing to make content. That's not the case. But like, know your strengths, play to those, and make stuff that you think other people would want to watch. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean. Not that if you don't know the game, you shouldn't make analysis videos, but maybe I guess kind of like restrict that analysis to the things you do know, right? So that everything that you yeah, say for sure, is, for sure. you would never want to be giving but, people false information. Yeah, that would never be good. Right. You don't, uh, you don't want to see, like, if you see Shaiwei popping off, you don't be like, well, I'm going to make those videos now too, because those are, those are popular, right? And then you just come yeah. and uh, <laughs> speak out of your ass because you don't know what's going on. And then you just <laughs> look like an idiot. You don't want to do that. So, yeah. 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 No, I completely agree. And what, one thing I, I, find that I do with my videos and, and something that like, I, I highly recommend that anybody else wants to analyze content should definitely go for it. But it is not easy to do. Uh, it is not a one take gig, I will sit there hours and hours and, and retake and retake until I have something that I think is perfect. Even if I know everything, if I stutter for a second, like it's over, I'll restart it, right. So I'm a, I'm a tough critic. And I think you need to be a tough critic on yourself and your content, and really try to think about how you can bring the most value to your audience. What is value identify what that value is and try to, you know, figure out how you can apply that to your audience. And the best possible way imagine you're the viewer what would you want to watch right what would be the best content you would want to watch and and yeah who are That's you what's the point so true yeah Very right true. so I think, I think all these are great and i think now is the best time to try but uh until then we're gonna we're gonna move onwards with uh with halo with content creation hopefully things are amazing honestly i'm so inspired by hcs atlanta and i hope you guys are inspired too i hope to see a lot more of you guys over the next year into halo infinite um, and thank you guys so much for joining me on the show today. Do you have any shout outs? Where can we follow you on YouTube, Twitter? You can shout them out. Uh, I want to say thank you for having me. First off, this is an awesome experience and uh, I appreciate you having us on here. Um, but I guess my links, uh, you see the app Proximity CE right here. Am I doing it? Oh, too far. Okay, there you go. <laughs> that's, uh, that's for my Twitter. So you can check that out. All the other links can be found there, but if not, uh, Proximity with two T's on YouTube or Twitch. You can find me there. So come check me out if you want. Much love. Yeah, uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at ReclaimerCR. Uh, on YouTube is just Reclaimer. And then Twitch is Reclixamer. It's Reclaimer with an X <laughs> instead of an A. 
streaming and uploading every day. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the show and hope to see you guys around. Maybe we'll try some streaming together sometime or something. I'll, I'll, I'll find oh, a way yeah, to like slide. <laughs> Sounds good guys. I appreciate night. you. Yeah. Thanks man. All right. So Tony, I got your message on discord and, and do you want me to announce, did you want me to announce something or no? Yes. Team passes. I have an update, guys. We have sold out team passes for Halo Classic. By the way, guys, this is a good time to talk about Halo Classic. Tony, throw up the graphic. 4v4 event coming up in January 11th to 13th. This is a Halo 3 dedicated event. We're going back to the classics. $35,000 grand prize. That's an insane prize pool to work with just to start out our year of, uh, of classic Halo tournaments. So I'm sure a lot of you guys are huge fans of that. That's a 4v4 event, and it's sold out already. So is that it? Can they not can they not continue to sign up? There's got to be more passes. I'm pretty sure with demand like this, they're gonna they're gonna make it bigger. Not don't quote me, but but they better, right? Because this this is a pretty, pretty insane following so far. It's so nice to see just it doesn't matter what halo it is, it's just so nice to see a halo community popping off in some way. So so awesome to look forward to. Hopefully they extend that. You guys could be a part of it as well. But so far, team passes are sold out. Snooze you lose. It's uh, it's going to be an amazing event and hopefully there's a lot more. But let's continue this interview going forward or this, this show going forward because HCS Atlanta also had an amazing Halo 5 tournament and there was one team that was a bit of a sleeper success. They formed recently and they landed in top six, the Anaheim Pirates. I'd love to bring Connolly on the show. We'll talk a little bit about that. Welcome, Commonly. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for being here. Are you settled in? What, what, when did you come in from the, uh, your plane flight? Did you come in yesterday? Yeah, I got in yesterday, around yesterday afternoon. You know, just been trying to rejuvenate from the weekend. But it's been a little stressful because I have finals coming up soon, and I missed a few classes, so I've just been trying to oh, catch yeah. up on all the work. Jeez, that's got to be rough, man. That's the thing yeah. is like if you're competing at like the top of your game, but you also have school, like how do you manage both of those things? I can imagine people who want to be the best. Like I know when I wanted to compete in Halo, I wanted to drop everything, like just do that. But you need to just support the other areas of your life and have that plan B. So I can only imagine that's brutal, man. Um, I I think it works out for me because I actually did take a couple semesters off like a year year or two ago, and you know I just don't think it was the move because like when you're you know, when a scrim goes bad or like you're just having like a bad Halo day, like I have, you would have something to fall back on. Like now, like if I have a bad scrim or I just don't want to think about Halo, I can just focus on school because there's always something to do. So it, it is hard. It, it requires like a lot of good time management, but I think it's very rewarding at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of rewarding, you got a top six placement at HCS Atlanta, man. Congratulations. I mean, that might have not, not have been what you wanted to get, but as far as like what I expected of Anaheim Pirates, what everybody expected of Anaheim Pirates, I'd say you like overachieved past those expectations. You guys were, were amazing roster and and you've been in competitive Halo for a while now as well, right? Like, so this was an awesome achievement, but you blew up in the scene to like, even when you started in the scene, but how, let's go all the way back first. Uh, how did you get into Halo? How did you get into competing? Because I think your first competition was Halo Reach. So tell me about how you got into Halo. So I got into Halo. Um, my cousins, they actually had Halo 2. And when I would go over, I would always see them playing. And, you know, I would always try to play, but I wouldn't really get the controller because I was, um, my older brother was next in line, I guess. But, you know, just always watching them play would always um, just... I would want to play and then eventually you know my brother and i we got our own xbox this was when halo 2 was ending 
it was a few months before Halo 3 came out. And from there, you know, I just started grinding like crazy. And How I wasn't even grinding to get better. Or I was I was nine when H3 came out. Yeah. I was in fifth grade. And you know, back then you don't you don't grind to get better, you just grind because the game is just that fun and then you get better because you're grinding. Yep. Um Yeah, so I mean you right. you were grinding it, you you started to improve, and then at what point did things start to get like a little competitive and then you started to think about competing? Um I definitely I knew it I knew it I knew it in Halo three that I wanted to compete. I just didn't have the means or like the funds, you know, I was like twelve years old. But yeah. you know, watching Snipedown was my favorite pro and you know, nice. watching them compete on straight, it was just like it was a dream of mine to be on main stage one day and I think in Halo Reach I knew for sure I wanted to go to an event and it took a few months of me begging my parents to like let me go to an event and finally like the last Reach event, Columbus twenty twelve, was when you know, my dad finally bit and he was like, All right, shut up, I'll I'll get you a plane ticket and you can go. So just from there, um, we got top forty eight that event, which isn't isn't bad, but it's not I mean it's not it's not good. So Yeah. I knew from there like I just wanted to get better and be at the top. And then so there was a bit of a hiatus between Reach and Halo Five. Did you not compete in, in Halo Four? Did you play much of it? Um, I actually played all of Halo Four. I just didn't get a chance to go to an event. Mm. I was I had a team for AGL nine Atlanta. It was me it was me, Rob the Turtle, Stress and Exemplify, but you know, some something happened with Stress's ride and he, he couldn't end up going and then Exemplify didn't end up going either and then you know, I was like 15, 16 at the time, and I was like having major anxiety because half my team just, you know, they they weren't going anymore. So I decided, you know what, I'm I'm just not going to go either. And, you know, that's probably one of the biggest mistakes of, I guess, my career because I was actually really good at H4, and a lot of people would have yeah. saw how good I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, back in H4, but that that doesn't even really matter, man, because you had probably one of the most explosive like entries into the Halo Five scene when you're competing in Halo Five. And this was shortly after you started competing in Halo Five. There was a, a bit of a drama going on at the time. So EG Lethal had just left EG, and he had went to join CLG, which was it was like their main rival at the point. And uh, there was a whole controversy surrounding this. EG needed an extra player for X Games, and they grabbed you last second and you popped off you guys won the x games gold medal and this was like your introduction i'd say that, like this was my introduction to seeing you as a competitive player so just tell me like what was that experience like and and what was it like winning that x games gold medal how did it happen too how did you get into eg <laughs> all right so i was on renegades at the time leftovers and after a night of scrims i just randomly get a skype message from snipe down and he was he just said we need one you know he said, EG needs one, and we're really interested in you. And I just, like, stared at the message for five minutes, like, not knowing, <laughs> just not knowing, like, what was going on. I was just so, like, confused, like, excited. And, you know, it, I told my teammates that I got this offer. And, and, you know, of course, they tried, you know, they tried to convince me to stay. And initially, I, you know, I, I told EG that um, I appreciate their offer, but I'm going to stick. But then, you know, they were... They were pretty adamant on trying to get me. Wow. So like 30, 30 minutes later, you know, I ended up being convinced and I told my team, like, listen, this, you know, this seems like an opportunity I just can't pass up. And, you know, I asked, I asked some people 
to some friends on what they thought I should do. And, you know, a lot of them if were just like, you know, it's, it's kind of a no brainer. You should, you know, take that EG offer. And, you know, from there we had like a week until X games. So it was a lot of <laughs> practice grinding and, you know, those players are players I've looked up to, you know, pretty much ever since I got into Halo. And it was, it was, it was a little, unco- uh, a little uncomfortable almost just playing mm-hmm. with them because, you know, it's like meeting your idols and then like having to practice with them. It's just, it's hard to explain, <laughs> but how do you play at your best? I feel like it'd be tough to play at your best to like, you'd be afraid to like communicate too much because you wouldn't want to say something wrong. Like you'd want to want to let them dominate you know, the conversations and things that you're right. kind of just following, you know, like, it's like, oh, I'm this new player. I'm going to, I'm going to try to absorb information or something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's um somewhere where I guess I did wrong in terms of how I communicated because instead of, because I feel like I had a really good understanding of Halo 5 at the time where I could have taught them a lot of things. And of course Damn. they, you know, they taught me a lot of things like in terms of like Halo basics, I guess, like staying alive, like, you know, that's pretty much like the most important thing I think is just knowing when to stay live. Exactly. Um, you know, I was, I was definitely a lot more quieter. I didn't express my opinions as good as I should have, but mm-hmm. for X games, it didn't really matter because we ended up winning and that experience, I'll never forget it because like, you know, we went to game seven and when the victory screen popped up, it, it felt like someone punched me in the stomach. Like my breath was just, I, I had no breath. Like it was just so much to take in and, that's a feeling that I would definitely like to experience again. And I've been trying to get to that ever since. Oh, damn. Now, now it's starting to sound like uh, it's like the first high or something. You're like, you just, <laughs> just want to get that back. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a way to break into things. And I, I think, you know, despite the fact that you, I'm, I'm assuming it's been pretty tough to hit that same level of a uh, victory. I think that was probably one of your highest points. Um, but I would say that you, you've learned so much from the experience. Cause if you go back and like, look at, where you've been as far as a competitive player like since eg you've been on so many just high tier organizations you were on team liquid on renegades on cloud nine on straight ripping cloud nine existed for how long like a week like what happened to cloud nine how did that even so so season one finals um our contracts with renegades ran out and they were having like some internal issues with their um league of legends team and whatnot so we didn't think it was the best decision to you know sign another long-term contract with them and we know, mm-hmm. you know, Cloud9 was interested in getting back into Halo, even if it was just for one event. So, you know, we were in talks with them and we just, we didn't even sign a contract with them. We just, you know, it was just an agreement. We'll play under them and they'll just give us jerseys. And I think they were like the best org I've been on in terms of how fast they got everything out. Because like the day we got like onto the team, one of their managers like sent me a form and he's like, this is our shop. Just select anything you want from our store and we'll get it out to you in like three days i had like a whole bunch of cloud nine merch it, it was awesome that's so sick and then so did the yeah. team like last for a while like what so it like you competed for like one event with them i guess and then cloud nine just kind of dropped out of halo or right so season one finals was you know it was invitation only for the top four teams right and I mean, I guess it was a one and done because it was it was me, Victory X, Ninja, and Penguin, and after that event, we ended up splitting up. We ended up splitting with Ninja and Victory. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, because we joined Liquid, me and Penguin, so I don't I don't think Cloud Nine really had a chance to like find another team. I guess that they were right. comfortable with, especially since 
the next event was um, also invitational only. So I don't think they wanted to commit resources to a team that wasn't for sure top four. Yeah. So you're one of the lucky few who got to be on uh, Cloud9 and then uh, Straight Rippin, Team Allegiance as well. And then like fast forward all the way to uh, the World Championship, you're on Wise Gaming. Um, and then mm -hmm. now, recently, you switch over to this team called Anaheim Pirates. You're with Straight Sick, you're with Druck, Soul Snipe, and Callus as your coach. How did that happen? How did you get on Anaheim Pirates? So Anaheim Pirates is a PBL team, which is, right. you know, separate from HCS. But... Mm -hmm. How the team of me, Straightsick, Druck, and Soul Snipe formed, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of random. It's almost lucky in a sense, because, you know, before that, my team was me, Straightsick, Jazeera, and Dastroid. But, you know, yeah. we weren't, we were not doing, like, really well online. We were, you know, getting destroyed in these cups. And I was mm -hmm. thinking of, like, just retiring and just playing H3, the twos tournament. Retiring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I, I just wasn't feeling it. Great. So I, I told them, I'm like, guys, I don't really know if I want to play. And then from yeah, there, man. you know, Dastroid said, oh, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't get work off. So he ended up, um, I guess, leaving or whatever. And then mm -hmm. it was just me and Corey. And just like a few days later, drug, I get a DM from Druck saying, yo, we should, we should try and make something happen. And then, you know, I was just thinking, this is the last H5 event. I really want to go out, you know, because I got top 16 last event. And yeah. that was not where I, that, that is not how I wanted to leave H5, you know, because I, yeah. I really think that I'm a top caliber player and my recent placings did not reflect, you know, how good I was. So I just right. said, okay, I'm, I'm down and, but we all need to be grinding. And I think we did try to put in as much work as possible. Of course, you can always put in more work, but for the time we had and just, yeah, for the time we had, I think we did a decent job and I'm glad that we got to show how good we were at the, at the event. Definitely. At what point did you guys all completely form? Like how, how close to the event was that? That was probably, it, it couldn't have been like more than a month. It was probably like around a month. Yeah. So yeah. a solid four weeks of practice, you know, tournaments and cups and whatnot. Had to put it all together really quickly. I mean, you guys had an amazing showing. Like, just going through, you lost a close series game five to Reciprocity, who was a grand finalist. Like, the fact that you got to game five was pretty insane. You lost, I think you sent a loser's bracket by Mentality. And then uh, and then you did an unreal loser's bracket run where you came back and you beat Mentality, sent them out. You also beat Lux Gaming, which is Nated's team, which is full of amazing right. players as well. You outplaced Elevate, who, you know, was projected to place higher than you guys for sure. Like, Elevate had a little bit of an upsetting performance, but you outplaced them. Um, and then you lost to one, one of the most dominant teams in Halo to Splice, right? So, like, if you could lose from any team in Halo, like, Splice is probably one of the better teams to, to have to lose to because yeah. these guys are, like, they've been number one. They're an insane team to have to face against. And then you land in a top six, top six finish. So just how, like, how did you get to this point? Like, tell me a little bit about that grind. Was there anything specific about the way that you guys practiced together? Did you have a set, like, routine? Was there something different? that you did with this group that you didn't do with previous like teams. Uh, tell me a little bit, a little bit about that. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to Callis, our coach slash analyst for the event. I think, nice. um, I think we utilized them to the best we could have because he actually does yeah. know a lot, like a lot, a lot about how Halo five works. And awesome he did see. help us a lot with, um, we tried, we tried getting in film sessions, you know, a few times a week. And I think that, that helped a lot, but to be completely honest with you, we were really bad, like online. Like our team was just not, like we were not good. I don't, I don't know, wow. I don't know what it was, but we just weren't, we just weren't good. 
but we we had we had spurts of like greatness like i knew i knew like we had it in us we just had to like we just had to get to the point where it was consistent but online it just wasn't there at the tournament mm-hmm. it was there and that's i think that's um the main factor just being next to each other not having xbox live because we, we can't even use discord with scrims Druck and soul snipe can't use discord so we have to use xbox live party chat and we, there's like a two three second delay on that and it's like yeah it's not even it's not even like fair it's not even like yeah. fair so that's crazy that it all came together in land though like you're saying it, you're you're a bad online team and then you just decide to play on land and it's like you're top six like yeah. Uh, and, and that's interesting too about the, the film analysis with Callus. I've tried a film analysis like session with Callus before. They're very informative, by the way, guys. But one thing I'll say about them is these are long sessions. Like you gotta, it's it's really hard as a Halo player to stop playing the game and to look at it from that perspective mm-hmm. and to try to take in different strategies and actually have a discussion about it. So uh, mm-hmm. so I can imagine that was like a whole different undertaking for you guys to try to like actually sit down and like look at your gameplays and then challenge your own perspectives and be like, oh, did I make a wrong play here? Did our team make a wrong play? Like, was that some of the discussions you guys would have? Definitely. And, you know, as someone that's been playing at a high level, it was it was interesting to see our having a different perspective because Cal's did yeah. bring a new perspective in. And, you know, combining combining our knowledge, like, we came up with new solutions that, like, you know, both of us didn't even think of until, you know, we just bounced ideas off each other. So right. it, it, was def- it was definitely really helpful. And I, I think without Cal's, we... We probably we probably wouldn't have gotten top six yeah that, i mean like all you guys obviously individually like your skill is insane too and, and that came to form in the tournament as well but yeah it, it's really interesting uh when you think about it because the the coach actually can be such an important x factor for the team of course you have you know like like hoaxer on renegades and you have ogre two on reciprocity and mm-hmm. royal one on on talks so like all of these guys i'm sure were you know really instrumental in in getting these teams to where they are today so it's it's important it's it's not just a four-man team it's a, it's a five-man squad right there's a fifth member who's who's coaching who's keeping track of times on things who's making sure everybody has the right mindset they're working together so it ends up you know coming out clutch you guys did an amazing job um but let's find out a little bit more about how you play uh can i take a look at your controller this is the the controller moment yeah. on the stream here uh, i want to see how you play what kind of controller you play on what's uh, what's your setup like how you hold it so what is what what controller is that it's a right, regular so- yeah. This is the first event that I ditched Scuff and started using a regular Xbox controller. No, what I had to, serious? but I what, yeah. But since I, you know, I have to use a paddle for my thrust, I bought this thing called the Strike Pack, which is pretty much it what? comes with like two paddles. So yeah. I don't, I don't use this paddle right here. So I actually just broke it off. Like I just twisted it off. So I only oh, use serious? this paddle. Yeah. So is I hold my controller pack? like this. Yeah, the Strike like- Pack. Five bucks or something you can buy them at like a gamestop mm-hmm. yeah, buy them. yeah. Game if you have it a regular controller and you're okay with just like adding two extra buttons you could buy a strike pack like that i mean those paddles are weak like you said you just twisted it off it's easy to break it yeah uh, i wouldn't say it's necessarily easy but i mean you could break it if you wanted to like you purposely break it sure yeah 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 and then how's the response on it? Does it feel like there's a latency when you press it? Like you get an instant thrust or? I mean, it just, it feels like a paddle, you know? Um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't notice like any difference between this paddle and a scuff paddle. And the reason I, uh, yeah, the reason I like these strike pack paddles better than like, let's say an elite controller is because these paddles, 
it actually takes a bit of pressure to like click it in just like the scuff controller and the mm. xbox elite like the xbox elite paddles they're so sensitive like you would just be holding a controller yeah. and like you just yeah. press it on accident and that's you know that's just not good so yeah. i definitely think Absolutely. if especially since scuffs have a history like xbox one scuffs have a history of just breaking um definitely think just getting a regular controller and a strike pack is is the move if you're trying to use a paddle yeah the only issue with that is that there's only two paddles like i'm I'm a guy who plays on right. all four so for some people who want to do that and it's a little difficult i know it's like seems over the top I, yeah but hey it works uh but yeah so you're you're using the two and guys like if you want a cheap solution to try to add some paddles to your controller maybe you still have to claw for some of the other buttons or whatever but like this is a great mm -hmm. great option and commonly you know i mean commonly you're using it and you're an amazing player so that's proof right there uh what else like so do you claw at all like how do you uh what's your, your control scheme and stuff so I play on Bumper Jumper, so nice. my thrust is on X, but so before my paddle, I I kind of did have to claw. I had to like half claw, but now um, I don't really have to claw. I I sometimes claw to like reload or, you know, switch weapons, but, yeah. you know, I heard the term lazy claw the other day. I forgot who said it, So I guess I, um, yeah, I have like a, I do like a really lazy claw where I'm not clawing for the most part. But sometimes, you know, I could just, you know, just claw and click the button I need. But right. for the most part, I just, I hold my controller like standard, you know, with my paddle in the back. Uh -huh. And then your index finger uh, is hitting the bumper and the right trigger. So you're using it to claw and you're using it to shoot, right? So you're not using yeah. your second, your middle finger. Yeah, that's the lazy claw, right? Because then the true claw would be like you're using your middle finger to hit, pull the trigger. And then your index right. finger will sit on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, some players will do that too. If you're fast, man, if you got fast index fingers, I mean, go for that as well. But uh, yeah, thanks for showing me that. Yeah. I'm, I'm always curious to see how you. people play. And, and also just to show off the strike pack is like people don't know that, that it, it exists, right? So that's a, mm -hmm. a great option for people who are looking for like a, you know, a more, if you're more price conscious, you want something a little better in that category. And Tony, we're not done yet. Tony, how much more time do I got? Is uh, we could do is 15 to 20 minutes or so, 15 minutes. Probably 15 minutes. Let me know. I'm going to keep tabs. Um, okay. So, of course, uh, HCS Atlanta was the last Halo 5 event. Uh, looking back in your time competing, what do you think? Like, are you satisfied, like, now that you've come into sixth place, sixth place? Or, like, where do you think you stand now as a competitor with Halo 5, looking back on things? And what do you think of the game as well? Um, I'm definitely not satisfied with top six because I feel like um, I'm a better player than that. But considering my last placing was top 16, I, I don't really have much much to say about that. But um, I, I guess my biggest regret in Halo 5 was just not taking it as seriously as I could have, you know, somewhere in the middle, like 2017, just because, yeah. you know, I, I didn't realize how good I had it until, you know, I didn't have it anymore. So True. For anyone, for anyone that, you know, gets to the top really quickly, realize that anyone can get there it's just hard to stay there and you really yeah. have to keep putting in the same amount of work same amount of practice that you did to get to that position and you know if i was to tell anyone that like any advice that's the advice i would give and that's the advice i'm giving myself now and you know that's that's why i wish there was more halo 5 events because i truly believe that if there was more i could get back into the top four and even the top two that's actually a great point about the uh, more events but yeah like you know 
just just because you get like i don't know if i want to say like a bit of a lucky break right like you you manage to be in the spotlight pretty quickly there but you can't get complacent right like you have to take advantage right. of that opportunity to continue to work hard guys so of course it's a grind to get there but if you do find yourself there do not stop grinding you got to keep working hard to maintain to to play at your best and and yeah you don't want to take that stuff for granted so i mean you're talking about you know wanting to compete more in halo 5 so is is Halo 5 over for you? It might not be truly over because I know a lot of people saying, oh, it's the last HCS event. There's going to be no more Halo 5. But PBL, which is the Pro Battle League, are they still doing Halo 5 events? Because it seems like they still have a bit of a focus on competitive Halo 5. If you could tell me, uh, well, like, tell me a little bit about PBL and uh, and whether or not you plan on competing with them in the future if there's any more events. All right. So Halo 5, it's not over for me yet considering there is PBL. And PBL is... Pro Battle League, it's it's pretty much regional-based teams, like kind of like the NBA, except uh-huh. certain regions, like you can only get players from like that region. Like I'm on the I'm on Anaheim Pirates, obviously, and my players are only from California, so that's what PBL is, and we compete against other regions. So like two weeks ago, I think we played Philadelphia's team, which had Super CC on it, and we beat them in a game seven. So now we're in the semifinals of you know their tournament. And I'm not, I'm not completely sure if the semifinals or the finals actually will be on land, but I have been hearing stuff that will be getting flown out to somewhere to be, to be playing that, which will be really sick. And yeah. I know, I know if, um, they're also planning on having a season two with the pro restriction being taken off because since there's no more HCS, there's no more like yeah. pros. So yeah. I think anyone that still likes Halo 5, like, I, I mean, I like Halo 5. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't like Halo 5. I definitely have, like, my issues with it. But, you know, I right. like Halo 5, and I'm good at it. So it would only make sense for me to keep, you know, trying to compete in a game that I like. And since PBL is having another season after the finals, which is going to be in a few weeks, um, I encourage anyone that wants to, like, join a team to, you know, start looking and, you know, just to to try to get there. Yeah, no, I like that, right? Because like it, a lot of people are focused on this mindset that Halo Five is over and that now it's time for Halo Three. And like I, I love Halo Three as well, and I want Halo Three to have a thriving esports community. But really, I feel like this next year, the next two years, whatever it is, is kind of a new era for an appreciation for Halo overall, right? Like if you love Halo Five, you want to compete in Halo Five, doesn't mean you have to stop now that the final HCS event is over. There still is Pro Battle League. They, they have their online tournaments. They have their region representation. And like you said, there's finals coming up. There's plans for a season two with pro restrictions off i've even heard rumors like what if they try to change things like remove the radar or something and try to make it even more competitive and and mess around with some of the settings that they couldn't change last minute in the hcs side of things so there there are still options if you're somebody who's a fan of halo 5 and want to continue to grind in halo 5 and then there's also options if you want to grind in halo 3 as well we got our big 4v4 ugc event coming up of course do you think that you're gonna you know jump between both the titles do you see yourself playing any halo 3 or you're gonna strictly stick to pro battle league i definitely see myself playing halo 3 it's it's the game i pretty much grew up on and i am i'm planning on going to the 4v4 in january the ugc tournament so you you will probably you will probably see me there and um you know since that's the case i probably will be just bouncing around games and you know i don't think it will really be a problem for me just because you know i love i love halo 3 i really like halo 5 so I definitely like Halo 3 better, but you know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be bouncing around the games. Yeah, and I, I think that like 
they're not so different that you're kind of like losing skill in one by bouncing to the other. I feel like you're, you're learning and improving at both at the same time. You kind of like challenge certain like types of, I guess, ideologies that you had about Halo 5. When you go play Halo 3 and you have more limited tools at your disposal, you have to kind of adopt a different mindset to things. You might learn something from Halo 3 that you can then apply to Halo, th Halo 5 and, and back and forth. So all right, that's awesome to see you competing. I don't know if you know, the team passes are sold out right now. So if you haven't already bought a team pass, apparently those are all gone, but hopefully there's an option for more of those in the near future. But I would love to see you there at the UGC 4v4. I'd love to see some Halo 3 for $35,000. It sounds awesome. If you look at like Twitter as well, you've got Snipe down saying like, should I team with these people? And then like Frosty raising his hand and like all these different people uh, or, or like bringing back straight ripping, like how sick would some of that stuff be? And I'm sure, you know, the internet and, and Halo fans would love to see that. And it would create a lot of traction. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be great to see you there. And then uh, just with your experience, your background competing in Halo, are there any little things you'd like to see in Halo Infinite, like something that you'd like to change moving on to Halo Infinite before we close out here? Um, just something little. They, they definitely need to remove grenade hit markers because I think that's interesting. That's one of the reasons why Halo 5 was so like snowball-y and... Yeah, like like Rick, like Rick Slayer or Rig in general, for the like example, it's like one of the most blatant examples of creating a two-two spawn trap where you just split the enemy team. Two of them like are trying to spawn carbine, and two spawning bunker. And I think like grenade hit markers are just make that spawn trap so much easier to do. Just because right. if you throw a nade and, and if you throw a nade, not only do you have hit markers, but you can also like hear like the amount of shields you took off of them. So yeah, like, you can hear like a different sound depending on whether or not you pop the yeah. shield forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's really OP, and I think without those grenade hit markers, maybe Halo Five wouldn't be so snowbally. But mm. you know, it, it's something small, and I, I really hope it's something they consider. But of course, you know, the factor the radar comes in, and I think I think the Halo Five radar, the way they have it now, where you don't appear on radar if you walk, I think that is definitely the most important like aspect of radar like making sure you don't appear just walking because even though you can like see people on radar if they thrust or sprint you can also hear them so i think yeah. that just adds like an another dimension of skill that maybe they didn't want to you know take out just because it would have been too hard or something but assuming yeah. halo infinity doesn't have like sprint which I i'm sure it probably will but i think a no radar game will definitely will definitely be like what a lot of It'll definitely be something a lot of people want to see, and hopefully that's the direction they're trying to go in. Yeah, I mean, Halo 5 definitely is a lot more chaotic, so it is kind of harder to mm -hmm. to, to grasp the, the flow of gameplay, and the radar helps, but I mean, talking to Snipe Down a couple weeks ago, it is still one of those things, it's like, those almost like a get out of jail free card type of tool. Like the best players in the world should just have that awareness ingrained in them. They don't need that extra mm -hmm. tracker, you know, to be there. So I, I kind of get that perspective too. And I feel like it just makes things just, it just creates more of a hardcore perspective about the game and, and removing that kind of adds this element of like instincts that I think is really exciting for Halo 2, just knowing the game, knowing your team, where to play and how to play. And the grenade hit marks is, is hit markers is a great one as well, because just like shot hit markers, I think should stay because it gives you the actual right. visual reputation that you hit the shot right but with grenades like that's a lot of information you're getting just tossing it randomly at a spawn hoping that the guy's there and if you get it then you know he spawned there and you can collapse so so i completely agree there uh just little things that need to change and hopefully they can apply that stuff in halo infinite make halo infinite an awesome game but uh we'll end up finding out what they do in the next couple of years we'll see how long it is until they get
But uh, but but thank you so much, man, for joining me. Where can we follow you online or anybody you want to shout out or anything? Let me know. You can, you know, you can find me on Twitter. I don't really tweet that much anymore, but you know, once in a while I'll have a funny tweet or just something insightful to say. So, you know, feel free to follow me. If not, you know, no hard feelings. Um, and that's pretty much it. I don't really I well I've been thinking about starting to stream more consistently again. My my stream yeah. is twitch tv slash commonly. So, you know, maybe give me a follow there so you can see when I go online. But other than that, I'd like to give a shout out to I'd like to give a shout out to Blackbeard, my owner, um, the PBL Pirates owner. His name is Patrick. He's like yeah. the best owner anyone could ask for. He's he's given us so much like drive, motivation, and he just took care of us like better than probably like the best team owner I've could you know I've had. So uh, just a big shout out to him. Shout out to anyone yeah. that supported me or my team throughout these last three years. You guys, I love you guys. Um, shout out <laughs> to my family for supporting me, and also you know, trying to, you know, get me in school or keep me in school now that I'm back. Um, without them, I'd probably just, you know, being, I'd probably be a bum just doing nothing with my life. Um, <laughs> so shout out to them and shout out to you for having me on the show. This It's been, it's been you, a man. fun experience. It's been great having you as well. And guys, actually, like, go to Twitter and look up Blackbeard AP. That guy is doing some crazy things, not just for PBL, but for, like, the Halo community. Like, his tweets are they're, they're hilarious. They're fun to watch. But he brings so much energy, so much hype to the Halo community. And it, it's great that he's able to help you guys out. You guys did an amazing job at, at uh, Atlanta. So that's, you know, thank you, man. Thank you so much for joining me and for being on the show. And, and good luck with the rest of your tournaments coming up. Expecting big things from you, man. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, man. All right, guys. So, of course, we have the UGC 4v4 coming up for Halo 3. That's going to be a huge event. I'm going to first show you guys a trailer of that event, and then we're going to drop over to an interview with Legion. He's got an announcement to share. Man, the music and that logo is so sick. Like that just, it lives and breathes classic Halo, bringing back the guitar, especially from back in Halo 2. Like all of that stuff is just so exciting. I love seeing it. And also let's bring Legion on. He's got a special announcement for us related to this event as well. I'm How's here going, now. man? Good, how are you doing? <laughs> Let me get the frame. Let me, now yeah. I'm in the frame. Yeah, all we, right. didn't even, we didn't even do like a pre, uh, like just to make sure like your mic and your video and everything. I wanted to make sure the microphone okay. was as big as me physically on the on the screen as well. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, I got a, here's the strap. Boom, there it is. Now you just there see the corner. Go. It looks like a trash can. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Perfect. How's it going, man? Welcome to the show. And uh, and what are you announcing today? Dude, uh, I'm going to be casting the 4 before UGC event in January for some Halo 3 action. Hell yeah. There you well, go, guys. There's the announcement. Look at that thick, thick-bodied man, full girthy beard, <laughs> I love all the beard, across man. the board. I mean, repping E United. Do you have a full matching suit for for your respective? Do you have like a UGC branded or HCS Weekly suit that I, you just wear places? 
I absolutely need it. I don't have it yet. Tony, like, what, what's going on? Tony, deliver. They send it's me a time. hoodie and they send me a couple t-shirts and I wear the hoodie. The hoodie's not bad. <laughs> but I, I still want the jacket. You know, the jacket's like Melvin. probably the highlight of the, the uh, HC Weekly merch. And I got a banner. Mm. I got a banner that's supposed to come. It's just not here. Uh, but <laughs> despite all that, man, it's awesome to see you as a caster for this event. Of course, you you have a massive population on YouTube, man. I'm almost like intimid intimidated. I, I went and looked you up. I don't know much about who you are, but now I want to know because you got like 700,000 followers on YouTube. So so not only is it exciting that you're casting, but you have a serious background just as a content creator. So tell me a bit about like your experience with with Halo and your experience with your channel and and yeah, how this all came to be. Yeah, man. I mean, well, I I, I started with Halo essentially. So back when I was probably eight years old, like every other kid. So I'm 25 now, despite looking 35, I'm 25. <laughs> so when Halo one came out, I was about seven or eight years old. And I was like, man, I really want to get this. And my older brother had the, the PlayStation. So I was like, I want to be different. Um, and I just ended up getting into getting into Halo and met a kid in middle school. That was an absolute savage. And he was like, Hey, have you heard of MLG? Have you heard of competitive Halo? And from that yeah. point on, I, went that direction. And then when Halo 4 came out, I was like, nah, and then went and became a content creator and then came back to the community when MCC came out. So uh, it's been a grind. I played Halo 3 also in that time frame too. So, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. So getting to, getting to do something like this with you guys and with UGC, um, it's just going to be one of those things that 14, 15 year old me, I'm good friends with Chris Puckett. As a kid, that was right. like a dream of mine. Um, and, and getting to cast what he casted when I was that age is just going to be spectacular. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, what do you think of this new interest in classic Halo? Like, did you watch some of the highlights from the last event with Roy Dude, popping up? Oh, I'm sorry, like that oh. was insane. I was texting flame during the whole engagement, right? Whenever they were playing yeah. evader and gun type. Cause yeah. I was like, I was like, come on, man, show these MCC kids that, that the old heads still got the flare and the fingers. And he was like, I got this. And just to watch that matchup and, fantasy was it fantasy that had that insane 360 double snipe in flag <laughs> so. on narrows it was nuts and then roy when he falls <laughs> off the map was hysterical so yeah, yeah i was yeah. just it was an amazing weekend to see what 2v2 can do you throw in actual competitive 4v4 settings especially since you guys right. just sold out the team passes it's gonna be a crazy right. month Right. I, I completely agree. I mean, like the esports landscape is so different today as well. Like the just people are so competitive. It's so intense now in 4v4. You could see a level of skill that we didn't see back in like 2008. Maybe you never know. So like going oh. back, especially with the experience these guys have from Halo 5, bringing that back into Halo 3, they might have a new mindset, a new approach to things. And we might have a bunch of new young guns, too. So this, this oh, could be dude, insane. you're going to have a ton of new young guys. And that, that was one of the things, right? You got the guys that quit, you know, you have the people that went over to maybe into content creation <laughs> like me. And then, you know, they start to funnel back in. Some of the older guys may think they have it easy because they were pros from back in the day. But the young right. guns, man, they're they're coming out hard and heavy. Obviously, some of those people never stopped playing. It's like it was 2007 yeah. for the last decade. Um, and yeah. then some of the newer guys that think that they've got it on these older dudes, you know, they're, they're getting handled as well. So we're going to see like a really huge clash from, from both of these essential halo cultures for these classic titles coming in, especially with this four before. So it's going to be, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, absolutely. So exciting, man. So, so awesome that you're going to be there to experience that blast firsthand. You're going to be casting it guys. So Legion <laughs> is the first individual to join us as a caster for this event. Of course, we're going to be announcing a few more casters, a few more awesome announcements as time goes by. Tony, I know there was like a whole list of things that I, I needed to talk about. Can I still talk about that stuff? Like the, the series format stuff? You want me to just like read this off? Yes. You do whatever you want. Shy way. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Okay. So I'll read it off in, in one second, but yeah. So man, man, thank you so much for coming on and for giving us that announcement. I'm so excited to like, I'll be there as well. So I'll be very excited to just meet you. Oh, but dude, honestly, it's going to be so fun. And like, I, I just, I just can't wait to see, you know, a grand finals four before halo three with the big prize pool. I mean, it's just going to be yeah. one of those nostalgic runs. And what's, what's beautiful about this format that we're talking about here with the returning to these classic titles is you're going to see people that you haven't seen literally in a decade come out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, selling out the 32 passes uh, this quickly is insane. Yeah. And, and one thing that I was actually talking about when I was talking to you guys in UGC is uh, I told him, I was like, you know, I had a halo two four V four that got 17 teams locally like in June, I did, I did no promotion. I've got 300 K on Twitter, 700 K on YouTube, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all yeah. that jazz didn't promote it, showed up 17 teams. At that point I was like, Oh man, there might be people that actually want to show up for this. Halo three being the, the more popular game. Oh man, you're yeah. going to see it. If you, if they raise the cap for, for team passes with demand, Oh man, it's going to be, it's going to be a show. And St. Louis is always one of the best places to be at anyways. Trust me, yeah. lots of good food. Casey's better for barbecue, okay? So, <laughs> but St. Louis is chill, so. Man, I'll trust you to, to let me know because I have no idea, so I'm going to have to figure it out. Where, where, do, you, where do you based out of? I'm in Toronto, Canada, so it's it's totally oh, different over here. Oh, man, food options. Yeah, it's it's cold over here, man. It's freezing cold. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but but honestly, yeah, like, there's no reason to not be excited for something like this. And, and the event, like the passes are selling out so fast, but it's like it's bringing back this community to a game that like everybody started in Halo, right? That's the thing. Like, you yeah. said your channel started with Halo. Everybody, of course, it's a Halo show, so everybody I interviewed started with Halo. But like go online and right. look up like streamer that started with halo as well so everybody knows about this franchise their you know their their love for gaming is ingrained in this franchise so seeing it come back in a big way like this you're definitely going to get a lot of great personalities coming together and competing we're gonna have a massive event already sold out 32 passes i have no idea what's going to happen next but hopefully they extend it and give us something even bigger but man thank you so much for being the first caster to be a part of this i'm sure you're going to join an awesome lineup as we go forward we'll find oh, yeah. out yeah, the next I'm going to sit weeks. on Dave Walsh's lap. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be there, but I just want him to be. Because Hopefully he is. We're going to grab him and make him come over. ice cream with a dirty spoon once, and I'm never letting him re relive that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> all right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure. I think this is my outro. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, uh, nice to meet you. First of all, digitally, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll connect and embrace uh, when I see you in real life, I'll I'll just I'll just say it at L E G I Q N. Yeah, you know why it's a Q? Because on old school CRTs, it looked like an O. So I really did come from the Halo scene. Appreciate it, man. I hope you absolutely continue to kill it with these HCS weeklies. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you, meeting you, and casting. Hopefully, casting with you. We'll find out what happens in the next couple of weeks. Oh, we will we will drive that casting train to the depot. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> All right. See you later, bro. Don't Honestly, guys, it's going to be amazing, all right? UGC, 4v4, $35,000, classic Halo. I'm sure a lot of you guys love that and looking forward to that. I'm going to be looking forward to that as well. But I'm just looking forward to a whole new era in Halo, in content creation, in competitive Halo. It's not just about having one Halo game. It's about loving and appreciating Halo as a franchise. Halo 5 is an awesome freaking game. Halo 3 is an awesome freaking game. I want you guys to both love each other, and I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. Anyway. I'm tired at this point. We're gonna we're gonna close out the show. Remember, guys, we got HCS Weekly merch as well. Tony, if you got the graphic, you can throw it up. You can see all the merch right there. Anything that you buy on this page supports not only the show. 
but also me. And I would highly appreciate that kind of support, guys. It's also pretty awesome merch. Hopefully, I get the jacket delivered in the mail at some point, Tony. But otherwise, thank you guys so much for joining me on the show today and looking forward to some more episodes in the coming weeks.